Keanu Club, like a cool breeze over the mountains. This is episode 20, The Tracy Ullman Show, season 4, episode 11, from 1989. I'm Mike Manzi. And I'm Joey Lewandowski. Back with us, we told you to be back soon, Zach Dazan. Hello, Zach. Hello. The last episode you were on was pretty short. This one, I think, is going to be even shorter, although we'll see where the conversation takes us. It's one sketch of the Tracy Ullman show, which I'd never watched. Mike, had you watched the Tracy Ullman show? You're a little bit older than me. Did you watch this when it was on TV? Now, I remember this show being on Fox all the time. It's not really, it wasn't for my demographic when I was a little kid, but I did try and stay up to see it because it's where The Simpsons premiered. And I was really interested in whatever that was when I was a little kid. And, you know, they went on to become an empire. No, I was not a regular watcher of this show, but I did watch a lot of her stuff on HBO later on when uh, it got, that got picked up and she started doing different shows on cable. Literally, the only thing I know about the Tracy Ullman show is that it's where The Simpsons premiered or mm-hmm. it's sort of where it's TV origins, at least, you know, where Matt Greening debuted as original sketches. So it's weird to see what survives and what doesn't survive because this wasn't really in the grand scheme of things that long ago and this tv show is like nowhere online it's mm-hmm. it's so difficult to find out anything about this you know this sketch we found on youtube and i think you found the entire episode on like daily motion or something yeah yeah really poor quality too i mean it's not that long ago tracy ullman has a more recent show it might even still be on from the last you know couple of years and that's like the only thing that's really sort of out there but this a sketch comedy show that was i think the one of the the very beginning maybe the second original scripted show after married with children on fox you know this is like a sort of a, an important show in the history of television if you want to if you want to go big with it mm-hmm. I mean, it just doesn't exist online really yeah, the other big thing about this show was that it was sort of the female Sunday Night Live in a way. You know, it was on Sunday nights. Tracy Ullman led the show and chose the cast. This is her troupe and everything, and it was on Sundays. And, and in a lot of ways, it, I feel like it might have suffered for trying to be too much like Saturday Night Live. But, you know, I give it a lot of credit and Fox a lot of credit for actually airing and, and developing this show back then. Now, Zach, have you ever seen any of this TV show? So I'm pretty much where you were. I mainly knew it as the incubator for The Simpsons, of which I don't even think I've seen. I might have seen the originals, but only because they were like on the 135th episode spectacular, you know, bookended by Troy McClure. I was actually kind of excited to see if I could see some of this and couldn't find anything outside the sketch. So it's a shame. Now, Mike, I don't think you mentioned it earlier, but you said this what this episode was on the same night that The Simpsons Christmas, the first, like The Simpsons, basically the pilot premiered? Yeah, so this aired on December 17th, 1989, and that was the original air date of the very first Simpsons Christmas special, which was this hour-long special that launched the series on Fox. So technically it was the first episode before the first episode. And I remember being there watching it and staying up to try and watch the Tracy Ullman show because there was a Simpsons night before Christmas cartoon that they were going to do. I'm not sure if I made it up late enough to see that, but (laughs) I'll tell you this. I certainly don't remember Keanu Reeves being on that episode, you know, way back then in 1989. (laughs) So that was kind of funny to find out that this was the episode that aired after the Simpsons Christmas special and that it was the Keanu episode. Well, do you know what the deal is? Why was he on just this sketch in just this episode? Was he the, the host of the episode or whatever? 
Well, she never really had like a guest host in the sense that Saturday Night Live does in that they're in every sketch and that they run the show. It's more or less her show. And he's only in one skit in this episode. And I'm pretty sure that's how it was with most guests. Like they would come in, they would do one skit. The show itself is only a half hour as well. It's not an hour and a half like SNL. So they really don't have as much time to do that many skits. So from what I understand, they would come in and they would do one. Well, this is like a weird sketch in that it's for a sketch comedy show, and it's not really that funny. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole premise is that it's New Year's morning, which doesn't even come out till the end, but that apparently the night before, Tracy Ullman had shown up to Keanu's parents' house, because he's just some kind of dumb teenager. They had a New Year's Eve party, and she and Keanu really hit it off, and then she got so blackout drunk, I guess, that she forgot that she went out and got married to him and then came back and had sex. Like, it's it's so weird, and there's potential here to be funny, but, like, it's not written in a way that generates laughs. Right, yeah, and it also kind of feels like you know where it's going, and they just kind of drag it out, and then they hit these points that you expect them to hit, but they happen so far apart, and it's just a weird pace. It's a classic premise, but it just falls completely flat somehow. I don't think it's Keanu's fault necessarily. He's actually the one I was laughing at most in this. Oh, he was it's, charming. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really strange because this is filmed in front of a live studio audience, and there's just no response for like the first yeah. half of this skit to the point where I was like, oh man, it's tanking. It starts off with him sort of like doing a ballerina plie and like he's just sort of dancing his way over the computer to stone silence. I thought that was maybe one of the funniest things just because it's such a goofy way to sort of introduce this character that yeah. he's going to like pirouette from his bed to his computer to write her a love letter. And he's doing this like very theatrical sort of spin over there. And then just nobody in the audience laughs. And I was wondering if it was before, like, you know, if they filmed in front of an audience and later, you know, some of the closer things to jokes do generate some laughs. But I don't know why nobody laughs at that, because I think that's one of the funnier things. Not that it's necessarily great, but like one of the funnier things in this sketch. Yeah, I wish they'd done more with it. I mean, he he did kind of play the dweeby guy throughout most of it, but I kind of wish they'd really hit that harder and made him a more solid character or if he'd made himself a more solid character. I can't quite put my finger on why it's not working. I just know that it's not, and I wish that it <laughs> and I wish that it was. I think there's too much they, there's too much going on in this premise. Like it's an it's just enough that they met at his parents' dinner party. They didn't need to add the wedding. They didn't need to add New Year's Eve. It feels like there's too many elements that oh, yeah. it's Oops. yeah that it messes up the main course. The wedding came out of left field, and they seemed to suggest that it was at a very specific chapel in Las Vegas, which I was like, oh, they're in Vegas? <laughs> but it was, it was like a dinner party. Like, like I don't know. Like I'm sure people live in Vegas and have dinner parties there. Yeah, and on New Year's Eve as well, right? I think they'd right. be out on the strip <laughs> celebrating or something. One of the most bizarre lines that I've heard, we've heard, I think, in a Keanu Club thing so far, and just because it is a comedy, I guess it doesn't really need any basis in reality, but he says at one point, she says that she, her, like, her head hurts and she needs an aspirin, and he says, I don't believe in aspirin, I believe in feet, and then just starts rubbing her feet. <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just, everything is just so weird about this. Oh, do you by any chance have any aspirin, please, please? I don't believe in aspirin. I believe ah, feet. What? What are you doing? What are you doing? Get rid of your headache. <laughs> yeah, there's like this sort of this this intimation that they actually do belong together, but like they don't really 
examine why and like he, he goes between being this weirdo who should be repulsing her to this just like this cute kid who actually does seriously love her and i guess it can be both but it's it's probably too complex for a sketch yeah and i also got the sense that Tracy Ullman is also laying it on really thick with a character here. I think it might have worked a lot better if she played a little bit closer to herself as opposed to trying to play some type of businesswoman or whatever she's trying to play. You know what I'm saying, though? But like she's a, she's a lam- she's a landscaper, okay, she, obviously. Well, she's, okay. she's like <laughs> for no, for no reason. She's like a designer, though. Like, she, yeah, she's a landscape designer. Yeah. And, and that's just like, huh? It's, I mean, that's the joke, you know, and it's I think just, it was meant to be a joke and nobody laughed. That was without that was that was one of those laugh track moments for me. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a funny job. But no one's laughing should I be? Wait. <laughs> so, like, Tracy Ullman's stand-up, she does more, like, character-type stuff where she'll be a character and tell a story in their voice. And I feel like she's trying to force that a little bit into this skit as well, you know? It's like, oh, like, on top of everything else, I'm going to do one of my token characters and really laugh it up here. I just don't think it works as effectively, especially not nearly as effectively as later in her HBO series where she's literally these characters talking to the camera, breaking the fourth wall, where that stuff, to me is like hilarious and here yeah yeah, it just seems like again there's just too much going on the premise is so simple that they just really ruin it by overloading it with all this other stuff and what's weird about this sketch is that it feels like it desperately wants to resolve itself because in the span of six minutes she goes from like waking up hungover not knowing where she is to suddenly somehow kind of being okay with the fact that she married her friend's teenage son it's all these things that like I guess that's the joke, maybe? But it's not It's not written in a way that that's really ever clear. The only explanation I can kind of have for why this isn't really working is maybe it's just, it's like too early for the medium. I mean, maybe it's just too early for television. Like, it just might not have been ready for TV. You know, they're doing a weekly sketch show and they're just going with what they have at the time. They didn't really have time to polish this particular skit or, you know, any of them necessarily. Like, that can always be an issue, maybe just running out of time and that could account for lack of quality sometimes. I feel like this is a really weird place to sort of jump into the Tracy Ullman show, just like a random <laughs> yeah. sketch in the middle of a fourth season episode. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to judge, because, I mean, if, if, if the show was on for four years, I know that Fox didn't necessarily have a ton of broadcasting when it first began, but, like, it was good enough to run four years. I don't want to judge the series based on the sketch, but I also wonder, like, if there were more hits than misses, because if, if things were mostly like this, it's sort of like a head-scratcher. Yeah, well, you kind of mentioned this um, a couple of weeks ago, um, but <laughs> we're watching this through the eyes of people looking at Keanu, and I feel like if I watch this again as this a, a Tracy Ullman sketch with just happens to have Keanu in it, maybe we'd understand it a little better. And also kind of like in the last episode Zach was on, this almost feels more like theater than comedy to a degree. And I kind of get that vibe from most of the Tracy Ullman show is that laughs are almost secondary and it's more just about whatever she wants to tell, whatever kind of story she wants to put on. Do you think that the original pitch for this is like the worst walk of shame imaginable? <laughs> like like before that, that, that phrase was coined, but like, all right, imagine you wake up in a guy's bed and like, you don't know where you are, but then it turns out that you're married to him. And not only are you married to him, but he's a teenager. And not only is he a teenager, but he's your friend's son. Mm-hmm. And I think that like down that path, it starts to make sense in terms of, oh, this would be really kind of crazy and weird. But at the same time, it's not written in a way for jokes. It's written in a way to just sort of like get all those ideas out there. Yes. Kind of. And it kind of could have been, should have been six minutes shorter. 
<laughs> well, it's just lacking that rhythm, right? I mean, it's just off pace. It just doesn't have those beats to it. Things just aren't landing. And yeah, it just feels like it's out of sync with the material in itself. Because, you know, like you were just saying, Joey, did they just sit in a room and list off what you just said? Like, that sounds like gold. Yes, go make that skit. It sounds like a no-brainer. And then it's just like, you know, what is the circumstance that made it turn out to be not funny? I mean, sometimes you just don't have the magic. You can't really tell what the issue was but this was this seems like one of those times i don't i don't i don't think i have anything else to say about this i mean is there anything else i mean i feel like this is good in premise just flawed in execution Mm -hmm. like zach asked earlier i wish that this was the type of show or the type of episode where kiana was on a couple different sketches because i think that the two of them sort of click to a certain extent and i wish that i saw more between the two of them but if this is the only thing that he's on we never really get a sense of what they could actually do together comedically he seemed like he was doing a good job, I thought. I thought he was actually, he seemed more free and having a good time than he did in the last movie we saw, where he seemed like he was like trying so hard not to fuck up that he didn't make any big decisions. This one, like you could tell he was freed by the more casual aspect of this show, and I kind of liked seeing that. I think maybe Keanu hedges his bets in more intense movies. He definitely seems comfortable in this, and I wonder if that maybe it's the live audience or, yeah, just such a different experience. He's doing this TV instead of a movie, and I do think he does come across really well in this for as long as he's in here. And when we did Nick Cage on SNL, he was in a couple of those skits, and that's the benefit of SNL. You get to do the monologue, and you get to sort of warm up, and, you know, you have the whole episode. And it's very hard with six minutes to get an accurate gauge on what would have, could have happened if he was in two or three skits, but I definitely would have liked to see him do more of this type of live sketch comedy. I think that in this sketch, he sort of does nail the type of character that he's this kid who like, you know, I I know it's sort of an extreme example, but hooked up with this cool older woman who loves his favorite director and she's pretty, you know what I mean? Like he basically feels like, I think that he won the lottery. Like, you know, she's this cool older woman. He's all over that excitement. And I think that's part of the other reason that she sort of doesn't work as well is because that's sort of like what her character kind of needs to happen that she can't really be that comfortable or that open i don't know i wonder if it was meant to be something a little more poignant i feel like in some ways i feel like early snl would do this sometimes too where it would just be this sketch is actually kind of more of a more of a nice a happy vibe sketch there was a lot of moments in this where you're like oh this is this is kind of nice Yeah, and that's kind of what I meant by sometimes her show feels more like theater than like straight Mm. up sketch comedy. You know, like I do feel like she doesn't always need to laugh. Like if she can end on a point of sentimentality, some kind of an emotional resolution, then she's fine. I don't feel like this necessarily needed a plot conclusion, you know, or anything like that. That is something about the Tracy Ullman show I did remember is that I would catch episodes of SNL and get into it because every skit is like Hans and Franz or Wayne's World or The Church Lady. You know, you got like everything is a character in a skit. And the Tracy Ullman stuff just wasn't always very much like that. Like she herself would do lots of characters, but the skits ran hot and cold like this. And I think it might just be for a different audience, maybe a more mature audience or, or just a different audience than your average Saturday Night Live viewer. Mike, would you recommend people like me and Zach who don't really know this to go back and watch the Tracy Ullman show? Would it hold up today from what you remember? That is a tough question because I don't really remember a lot of the specific skits. You know, I'm much more familiar with her HBO stuff and that stuff I would say, you know, go seek that stuff out. I really enjoyed that. And 
I don't know. I myself would like to go back and take a look at like season one and season two of the Tracy Ullman show and, and really try and understand what that was. Um, I just think like even back in 89, I was too young to really grasp a lot of this stuff. All right. That's fair. Zach, anything else to say about this six minute sketch that we didn't cover? I feel good. Mike, anything else in your notes? Keanu will work with Tracy Ullman again in an actual movie, right? That, that's we got that coming up. I wonder if this is where they met. Oh, I didn't. I didn't look that up. I didn't think that she was going to be in it. What what, what movie is she going to be in? I think it's our next. I love you to death, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she is in I love you to death. I looked up because when, when we were doing the last episode, I looked up and nobody from that like she, he never crosses paths like Sarah Jessica Parker again. So I just didn't even think to look her up here. But yeah, she is going to be in I Love You to Death, which is the next episode of the show. So was she involved in the creative behind the scenes of I Love You to Death? I don't know. I, we will find out all about that. I mean, I wonder if they met on the set of that and then she invited him to be on this show as a guest. I don't know. Exciting, exciting, exciting. Maybe she brought him on to promote the movie. Oh. Now that, that's interesting. That's weird, but that's interesting. I like that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You'll have to listen to the next episode of Keanu Club to find out. All right. Well, Zach, you'll be back again before too long. I think you're going to be back in the year 1993, which is in about 10 movies from now. You'll be back for Freaked. So it won't be a quick turnaround like the one we just did, but you'll be back before too long. So I look forward to speaking to you about Keanu Reeves again. Likewise. And thank you, as always, for joining us. Thank you. For all things Keanu Club, you can go to cageclub.me or facebook.com slash cageclub. You can find out all of our past episodes, future episodes, other podcasts on the network, all sorts of fun stuff. Cageclub.me and facebook.com slash cageclub. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. That was Zach Dazan, and we'll see you next time on Keanu Club. Everybody.